Random Thoughts on Wyoming Basketball, your host, Mark Overman and Clay Cates. Well, thanks again for joining us on Random Thoughts on Wyoming Cowboy Basketball. Mark Overman here and Clay Cates. Clay, how you doing there in Gillette right now? Well, I'm pretty good, Mark. Just uh, kind of working on the, dealing with this cold weather. It seems like it's kind of settled here in the state. Yeah, how's your uh, signal coming in? Can you count to 10 for me real quick? <laughs> we uh, Just so you guys know, here. behind the scenes here, we've been uh, on, the, on the phone here the last 40 minutes trying to get a connection here, but I think we finally we finally got a good connection here. So, uh, all right, uh, today was game day. Uh, Saturday, we played um, CSU, and in honor of it being game day, uh, the man behind the, the scenes here, our uh, – the main man, our producer Jeff, who does all the hard work for us, he's got a couple of sound bites we want to play for you. So, Jeff, well, yeah, take Mark, over here for a second. Yeah, we're out here in Virginia running the board and getting the recording. And uh, I uh, saw today that the pokes uh, broke through. Uh, Sounded like they had a pretty good game down there in Laramie. So, uh, in celebration of that, let's play this. Happy days are here again. Here again. Happy days are here again. So, Mark, I uh, thought that that was appropriate, uh, and it's uh, it was a sheep day, so I get to play my favorite. I get to play my favorite recording every time we do some it. Sheep to the shearing sheep. music? You got some sheep shearing music? I got some sheep shearing music. Let's try. Oh, this. that's some. Let's hear that beautiful music. Music to my ears. Yeah, we're just cutting them up. <laughs> All righty. So uh, take it away, Mark. Well, yeah. And now uh, let me uh, sing my favorite song. I say it sucks to be a CSU Ram. I say it sucks to be a CSU Ram. Would you agree with that, Clay, or are you a Rammy? Okay, so on today's episode, we're just gonna gonna go through the headlines. Then we're gonna kick it back to the Wednesday game where we played Air Force, and then after that, we'll uh, talk about the CSU game that was today, and then we'll just give a little brief look ahead. So, not much really in the way of headlines. Uh, just a couple of cool things at the game today. Uh, Josh Davis was at the game, so that was good to see a, a former Polk legend back at the game. And then uh, several members of the Black 14 team were also at the game. So that was kind of nice to see those guys. And then on a little bit of a darker note, I know this is more football, but it is Wyoming headlines and news here. So uh, Carl Granderson, the defensive end for Wyoming, who was probably going to be drafted in the, the, probably the top four or five rounds of the NFL draft, he's uh, had a sexual assault charge uh, levied against him. So that could put his NFL career – on halt before it ever gets started. That's kind of disappointing, Clay, don't you think? Well, yeah, it's certainly bad news. And, uh, you know, especially when you look at the Gaffon thing and just different things, uh, you know, kind of happening in Wyoming sports. We've had, you know, a few big ones 
you know, since football started and even one in the basketball. Uh, yeah, Reading with the basketball team. Yeah, and so it's just, yeah, it's disappointing to see those things happening. And, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, I mean, you, you look to to hope that maybe something's false, but, you know, right now it's just a, a, a report or charges pressed against him, and hopefully things uh, turn out. It's a bad deal for sure. Yeah, no, it's real – it's a real shame. I don't know if it's. I mean, I obviously pay more close attention to Wyoming, you know, athletics than anything else. I don't. It's kind of, a, but it kind of seems to be an epidemic going around all of college sports. Would you agree? I mean, it's not just a Wyoming issue. It seems like it's it's kind of everywhere these days. Yeah, and I think it's just, um, you know, there's just so many, so much access to people online and and in person and just different things going on all the time, especially when you're younger. And uh, so in the college life, you know, the kids are just going to have to be careful. And uh, I know those coaches are constantly worried about that, preaching about it on the road, off the road, uh, when they're not with them. And, and this hopefully, you know, the kids have to put themselves in good situations and safer places for sure. Yeah, well, hopefully that all works itself out and he's able to go on and have a good NFL career, but uh, all right, let's get more to what we're here to talk about today. Uh, let's go back to the air force game. So we played at uh, Colorado Springs on Wednesday and we ended up losing the game 76 81. Uh, so that just initial thought there, Clay, it was nice to finally get out of those fifties that we seem to be in perpetually through the whole season. Yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, we had a, Scored 76 points there and um, had, had pretty good pace throughout the game. Made some good runs, uh, but 76 just wasn't enough this time. Our defense just wasn't there. Yeah, just one of those, just one of those instances where like a bad team just, you know, finds another way to lose a game. You know, one night they'll play good offense and play bad defense. The next night they'll play, you know, bad offense good defense but this can't seem to find a way to get over the hump up until this air force game maybe maybe that csu game went a little better but let's uh just talk about the air force game here first uh so yeah at half at half we were down 35 44 uh i mean pretty high scoring half for us but we like you said just i mean 44 points and a half especially against air force is just way too many to give up uh and they were just picking that zone apart just from the get-go. And that was that was just disappointing to see that we never seemed to make any adjustments for a majority of the game. Uh, and what was happening is they would just get it into the middle of the zone. And, I mean, we wouldn't even try to prevent – I mean, we wouldn't even contest letting them get it to the middle of our zone, and that's the way to beat a zone. And once they get there, you just have an easy seven-foot jump shot or you kick it out to a guy on the wing and – uh, and the thing that really killed us is Lavelle Scotty was the guy that was kind of the middleman in that zone, and he started the game uh, 11 from 11 from the field. That's not going to win many games. Right, Clay? No, it's not. Um, you know, it was disappointing to see us not adjust to that, but if somebody is making shots, I mean, at some point you just you got to do something about it. it. You know, and I know we think, uh, th threes are killer shots, but Air Force really wasn't making the threes. Four for 14 uh, throughout the game, 
And so those little uh, seven-foot shots, ones in the lanes, um, you know, short-range jumpers were, were the, the killer for us. And, and, heck, they got 81 points and only made four three-pointers. So that tells you a lot about where their shots were coming from. Well, another thing that just seems to be just just killer for this Wyoming team right now is just turnovers that we do have. I mean, they just lead this fast break, you know, easy transition dunks and layups. And I mean, we can't just turn it over and then get back on D. It's, I mean, it's just a breakaway every time, like a pick six. It's just frustrating. Um, but the assist to turnover ratio in this game, I mean, it wasn't as bad. I mean, we're kind of, we've been kind of making some ground in that area. Uh, we had 14 assists to only 13 turnovers. 13 turnovers, probably a little high, but I mean, it's a lot better than the 17, 18 we've been having. Yeah, it was good to see, you know, that we didn't get really, uh, you know, slammed statistically this game. It was fairly close in most of the things. Um, uh, you know, they they had 10 steals to our three, and I agree with you on the the type of turnovers we have it just seems like they're they're out there on the wing or they're somewhere where they can just get a an easy transition bucket uh you know it's uh, on a turnover and so yeah we just you know we we always talk about the need to cut down on turnovers but we also need to it is like a pick six you know it feels like that it's it's compared to you know, it's one thing to throw an, an interception in the, you know, somewhere on their side of the field or something where they got to go long. But when you throw a pick six, it just kills you. And that's kind of how it feels in basketball when you throw some uh, turnover out on the wing and they just take it for an easy bucket. So, yeah, the type of. Yeah, it really turns the momentum of the game. I mean, just, it's. Uh, sorry to cut you off there, Clay. Were you. No, I'm were you, Did you finish that thought or. <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> uh, and another thing that was I mean our assisted turnover ratio wasn't bad 14 to 13 for us that's kind of making ground but another thing that was killer though is just Air Force they had 15 assists only 5 turnovers so that was a real difference they were just able to pretty much do anything they wanted in that zone and it, it was just sickening watching them I mean they were just I mean it was just open shot after open shot it was a real disappointing Really disappoint. I was really disappointed in the defense in this one. Uh, so as where we kind of we have been doing pretty good uh, against you know the top one or two options on some of these other teams we played like Jessup for Boise State didn't do a whole lot. Merrill for Utah State didn't do a whole lot. Uh, Fresno's guys, Deshaun Taylor and uh, I can't think of the other guy's name right now, but we kind of limited those guys, but. Uh, just kind of in this game, our defense did not do good on their top two options. So their top two options are Scotty and Swan. And Scotty, he went 15 to 20 from the field, a career high 34 points, seven rebounds. And then Swan chipped in 19 points and eight rebounds. And that's, I mean, that's just too much to give up to a one two punch, Clay. I mean, that's what, what's the math on that? 34, 20, 19, uh, 53. That's a little too much for, two players i'd say well and then you, you you know you chip in another guy with double figures with walker and yeah that hurts i mean you give it anytime you give up 34 points to a guy um you know it shows a couple of things we, of course we didn't d up well we didn't make adjustments we didn't take him out of the game 
and you're right, we have been doing a, a better job on that, but uh, boy, you know, Scotty and Swan, they, they got us this time, and Walker, and, and then, you know, everybody but a couple of their guys, I think they played, what, about nine guys, so seven people scored, so they, even their bench was getting into it. Yeah, for sure, and, and like I just wanted to reiterate, that first half, Air Force shot 67% of the 67% from the half. Now, as kind of you alluded to earlier, they weren't really doing much damage from the three. But I think even in that first half, they were like two or three or three or four. So even in the first half, they shot good uh, from three-point land in the first half. So, I mean, considering they shot 67% in the first half, I mean, we were lucky to be only down by nine. I, wouldn't you Wouldn't you agree with that? I mean, yeah, 35 Yeah, for sure. Uh, so in this game, just one of the things uh, that's rebounding has been an issue for us. It wasn't as much in this game. I mean, Air Force, obviously, with the, the height restrictions that they have since – do you know what the height restriction is, Clay? Or am I, and then I'm kind of putting you on the spot there. But with the planes, they can only be like 6'9", I think. I don't know. If, you have a son in the Air Force. You should know this. Navy pilot. Isn't Navy boat? Isn't Navy like boat it boats? Am I just an idiot here? They he's a pilot in the Navy. What is that? Are you are you out of your mind there, pal? I think it's like six eight six nine. I don't think they're allowed to have much over the map because they. No fit in the cockpit, but so anyway, sorry to throw you, put you on the spot there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so rebounding wasn't a huge factor in this one. I mean, they did out rebound us 33 to 28, but kind of like we've said in previous podcasts, if we can just kind of stay neck and neck with teams and not let them get just completely cream us on the boards, I mean, that's progress. Do you have the offensive rebound numbers? I don't think it was too bad. Uh, so yeah, Clay, get you those offensive boards. Uh, it wasn't too bad in this one, but one of the disappointing things in this game, though. So Thompson and Naughton, our two centers, if you want to call them that, played a combined forty minutes, and they only had two rebounds. I mean, that's just that's just unacceptable, especially when you're playing, you know, like we've kind of said, a a, a limited team in height. So yeah. that was. A, yeah, you got to get more than two rebounds out of those guys, right? I mean, or am I uh... – Yeah, they, Air Force, you know, just because of their height, and usually we have an advantage there. Every time we've ever played them, we've talked about that for years, whether we talk about it just in general, same guys or on the board. I mean, they have – 
I know they've always been pretty good shooters. I know in past years they've had some of those righty league type offenses. And yeah, that Princeton offense, the wheat. They're in that weed again, as yeah. Dave Walsh likes to say. But they've never, you know, they should never have that physical advantage on you when they did. Uh, you know, they do well with what they have. Um, offensive rebounds, the question you asked earlier, uh, we had two, they had six uh, defensive rebounds, and right around even 26 to 27 in terms of net advantage. So, um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I see that, but. Yeah, uh, so let's uh, kind of – so the second half, though, uh, first half, really bad on defense, but a good offense half. Second half, uh, we actually outscored him 41-37, so that's positive. You know, we've kind of been stacking up some positive offensive halves in a row here. That's good uh, since we've been so limited mo- most of the uh, conference season. So I guess this is a good time to – Hendricks is back, Jake Hendricks. So I think he helps our offense tremendously. I think you agree on that, right, Clay? Yeah, I mean, definitely just being able to, what do you have, 21 points? I mean, and we've talked about, we, we always have, well, we usually have about two scores. We usually have, you know, James is usually our high one or, you know, uh, we've seen most of the time our, our high score is in the 20s. And then we usually have somebody else in the teens. And we've talked if we want to get to the 70s and get, you know, get out of those, at least get out of those 50s where we were, we need another person to score double digits somewhere. And preferably in the, in the mid to high teens because that seems to be where we're losing games because we don't have those points. So Hendricks giving us 21 points in, in that game is huge. Yeah, for sure. And all of those came from the three-point line. He was – Seven of 12, uh, and I'll get more into it later, but he, he really had a hot streak there towards the end to really kind of give us a chance in a game that it looked like we were out of. Uh, so uh, Jeff, our producer, did a little uh, little research, and he, he found out that the height restriction for the Air Force is 6'8". So, yeah, it certainly shouldn't be a team that we'd let just uh, trounce us on the boards, which they didn't, but, I mean, when a team can only have guys at 6'8", I'd like to maybe – you know, win the rebounding advantage for once would be uh, – did that thought ever cross their brain? Uh, <laughs> all right, well, let's see here. We're uh, So, James in this one, uh, I mean, we've kind of been on James a lot. Uh, you know, it, I say we're on him, but he's kind of, you know, the engine that makes this team either go or, you know, stall maybe as it were. Um he was solid. I mean, he almost had a triple-double. I hate to say that he was just solid. Um, he had 22 points, nine assists, eight rebounds. He did have six turnovers, but three of those turnovers, I don't know if you could really, you know, necessarily say there was his fault. Uh, one time he went to pass it to Taylor. Right as Taylor cut in, he threw it out. Uh, he had Thompson on a hoop on him on another possession. And he threw it, you know, kind of like a baseball pass as hard as he could. And it looked like it glanced off Thompson's hand. So, I mean, if that's a Larry Nance Jr. type, maybe he catches it and then dunks it. And then you tell me, Clay, I'll give you a scenario here in this one. Uh, because this one didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, so there was plenty of time in the game, you know, 12 minutes. That doesn't matter. Uh, Air Force isn't even pressuring the ball. And James brings the ball up the court. And Ryan's about to get to half court. 
Naughton is about five, seven feet to his left, you know, right on the half-court line. And he tries to pass it to Naughton, bringing the ball up, and Naughton's not even looking, and it ear holes him, hits him in the air, bounces away, Air Force gets it, you know, and leads to a transition layup. Why is he passing to Naughton in this situation? Is that on James or is that on Naughton? Why are you throwing to a center at midcourt? I, I mean, well, there's two ways to look at it. Um, you know, uh, Naughton's got to be paying attention to wherever the ball is. I mean, I yeah, you always got to be aware of the ball. I mean, that's but paramount. His defense is why is a, a guy his size looking for the a pass at half? <laughs> I mean, I just can't come up with a reason for that. I have absolutely yeah, it's not like he's going to initiate the offense. I mean. Yeah. What he did, I don't know if he just had a lapse and thinking who was better uh, or something. I don't. Yeah, know. I mean, in James's you know benefit, I mean, a lot is expected out of him, and more you know, most nights he plays forty minutes a game. Maybe he just had a moment of, you know, hey, I'm tired. You take this ball for a second. I don't know. Uh but that kind of leads to a problem. I mean, we've all seen it this year. It's just, I mean, Wyoming has these stretches of just a lack of awareness. I mean. There was a few situations in this game that really, this really, it was just unexcusable. So the not near hole one, that was, you know, a bit ridiculous. There was another one in this game where Air Force shot the ball. Thompson and Taylor both go up for it. You know, they both, you know, get the rebound and then they come down and they're just, it was the damnest thing. They were just like, it was a jump ball situation, but they weren't even fighting. They weren't even Neither one was trying to get the ball away from the other one. They were just kind of hugging the ball together, and it just seemed like slow motion. And then some Air Force guy just walked right in and tied both of them up and got a jump ball, and Air Force kept the ball. Uh, and then Porter continues to, you know, frustrate. Uh, he had one sequence where he had a fast break, and he just looked – I just looked like a fish out of water. Looked like you on the softball field when you – Tried to dive up the middle and get that one and throw throw the guy out of second. Yeah, a guy my size has no no business. Uh, you know. Hey, you made a hell of a you made a hell of a stop though. Clay. You just you couldn't get rid of the ball. Yeah, I don't have time to write maybe the guy on first, but um, yeah, it's who does? I mean, you know. Um, I mean, some guys just need to learn. You know, like you're not a. I mean, you're not. You got to know your limitations. You. You know, you, if you got a wide open lane, okay, but you can't try to go between your legs and behind your back and get around three guys when you're, I mean, when time after time after time that you've just proven you can't do it. Yeah, you do need to know your limitations, and sometimes that, you know, it just depends on the situation. But, you know, if that's Justin James, I would probably agree he tries to take yeah. advantage of it. I mean, and James is going to have his turnovers, and yeah, it's frustrating at times, but it's kind of like what you see in the NBA with like a LeBron James or James Harden. I mean, his usage rate is so high. I mean, he's either expected to score or, you know, assist it to a guy who does score. So, I mean, he's going to have turnovers, but when you're only playing 10 minutes a game, there's no reason to have, you know, two to three turnovers night in and night out. Uh, so this kind of leads, so this kind of, like you said, is an ebb and flow game. They would, 
you know, get out on a little bit, get about 10 point lead. We'd get it back to, you know, just kind of hover there. But about 11 minutes to go, we actually pulled within five. I think that was the closest we got to at that point. Uh, we made a 51 56. And then, I mean, we just had just a cacophony of problems on like four or five possessions in a row. We had, I think James had two of his turnovers in that stretch. Like I said, not necessarily his fault, but, uh, and then, uh, Thompson, a great three point shooter, just absolutely airballed a shot, not missed a layup. I mean, that's the kind of stretches this team needs to avoid. And we continually see them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So before we get to the end of this game, which was I was actually a very exciting finish, I just wanted to kind of put a bow on some of these numbers. So, like we said, the offense was very good. I mean, good in this game. Uh, we shot forty-six point four percent from the field, which is you know good for us. Uh, and amazingly, we shot fifteen to thirty-seven from three-point. And we were kind of talking about this off-air, Clay. And when you see a team shoot 15 to 37 from three-point, which is 40, 40 and a half percent, if that's kind of the only stat you see, you'd have a hard time believing that team lost the game, wouldn't you? I mean, that's, yeah, that's tough to overcome. I mean, 15 threes and... We shot good. Do you have that number on you? We shot pretty good, though, from the free throw. Was it 7 to 10, maybe, I think it was? 9 of 11, yeah, which is good. 9 of 11, yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, I I hate to say this because I know I sound like a just an idiot homer anytime I do, but in the second half, it just we, did, we weren't getting the calls. I just – I don't – I know it was a few days ago. I, I mean, I know that's – so I don't remember the specifics, but I know the rest were doing us no favors. How many free throws did they shoot? Do you have that, that stat? Uh, 13 for 21. So, I mean, 10 more free throws. I mean, that makes a difference in a, in a you know, in a, in a game. So especially in the but, second half when we're trying to close on them. Yeah. yeah. So, Yeah. Well, and we're not there yet, but that 
I mean, I just just to you know add to that point, we won't talk about much of the CSU game, but I kind of felt that way in the CSU game today. It just felt like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, it just let, it seemed like they let CSU pressure the play on the ball defense a little more aggressive than they were letting Wyoming. Would you agree with that, or am I just off base on this one? Yeah. That uh, you know they don't do it for the same reason. A lot of times, like plays will happen where that rep is. You know, there's a little bit to that. I do think sometimes when other teams get there, it's tough. They do have to make some adjustments. Sure. Uh, okay, we'll quit whining about the officiating. Uh, so kind of towards the end of the game, God, I we were down by like. You know, we'd fell him down by like 15 with about 10 minutes to go. I mean, I don't know if he was throwing in the towel. I would imagine that, you know, Edwards wasn't. But for some reason, all of a sudden, he put in Hayes Fordstrom in the game. And from that point on, I mean, it wasn't right away. But And then we kind of went to a man-to-man defense those last two minutes. And by no means, you know, was our defense great those last 10 minutes. But it, it did seem to tighten up a, a little bit. Um uh, so those last 10 minutes, and really it, it got down to about the, the last four, but Fornstrom hit two threes and went two or two from, the, you know, the three-point line. Um, and then Hendricks got on fire. I think he hit, you know, three. Uh, I think there was a stretch where we hit like five or six. Well, not six, but I think about five in a row. It might have been five of six or five of seven, but we hit a lot right in succession there. And bam, wouldn't you know it, we were down – you know, we brought it within like four, within three. Uh, so that was exciting to see. Uh, but we couldn't pull it out. I mean, we we fouled them. Let me ask you this, Clay. I didn't agree with this. You, let's let's. I know we've kind of kind of maybe came down, and people think we're you know all for Edwards at this point because uh, we probably we've tried to tend to be a little more positive than negative. Uh, but I thought he made a big mistake in this game. First, you know, sticking with the zone that just completely wasn't working for the majority of the game. Uh, but in the last, tell me if this was the right call. So we just hit a shot. I believe it was a three with 38 seconds left on the clock. And it brought the score with, we were within three. And then air force was in the double bonus and we fouled them. Shouldn't we uh, intentionally, shouldn't we have just played defense there? I mean, it's a 30 second shot clock. We'd have eight seconds. That's plenty of time to get a stop and go get a, and a, get a decent look at three, or or do you agree with Edwards on this one? Am I wrong? Is he right? No, I mean, he hit several free throws, and, and uh, so, you know, sometimes that's a feel, like, whether they did something. Yeah. Whether they were fouling a specific guy on purpose. But I think when, when you're in a possession like that, you have enough time to, you know, play do up one time. Your chances are much higher than it is to try to make a fancy shot. 
Yeah, that's kind of what I think. But as my brother said when we were kind of talking about the game afterward that, I mean, we were hitting three after three after three. So if you can trade three, you know, three points for one or two free throws, and I guess that wasn't the worst idea the way we were hitting them. Uh, so uh, I thought, I mean, I, you know, I thought Thompson was the real difference maker in this game. I mean, you know, he's kind of our second leading scorer before Hendricks got back. And he actually might be scoring more per game. I think he averaged going into this game over 12 and, you know, Hendricks was at 11, but 0 for 5 from the field, three points, one rebound, you know, and he had some stupid fouls that led to easy baskets, easy and ones. So I really thought he was kind of the, the difference maker in this game in a bad way, uh, which was unfortunate. Uh, do you have anything else on this this game, Clay? Are you ready, ready to start talking about that CSU game, a little more positive note? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to, I'm going to say something, I think, and it's going to sound more extreme than I, I maybe intended to, but he kind of looks like a little bit of a head case. Like once things start going negative, he kind of, you know, gets in his feelings and he doesn't tend to play very good. But, if, you know, if things start off good and it's just kind of a momentum thing. And he's a young kid, you know, I think that's probably just kind of learning as a young freshman. Yeah, because he does pretty good when they go to him down low. I mean, he's got a little bit of a low post game. And just kind of like, on, you know, to back up your point there, like in today's game against CSU, I mean, he only attempted three-point shots, so he wasn't trying to do any of that, you know. So, yeah, he definitely needs to get that in. So just kind of put a, you know, wrap this one up. Uh, Air Force was able to get by the skin of their teeth in this one and beat us uh, 81 to 76. Uh so let's transition to the CSU game here. Uh, so we, you know, see it. We won this one 74 66. Uh, had a great start to the game. We were on an 8 0 run to start the game. Uh, and we were actually able to, you know, lead this game wire to wire. Uh, just go ahead and give me some of your initial thoughts on this one, Clay. Uh, 
it'll be some good feeling. We got up in the mid 70s and we'd had two games in a row. And so our offense was there. I just think today we played a little bit better defense. So. Uh, yeah, and before we get really into the, the, the thicket on this one, into the weeds, as it were, uh, let me just give some of the initial stats. So in the first half, we, you know, we uh, were up 37 to 22 at half. Uh, they did outscore us 37 to 44 in the second half. Uh, and a real big difference maker in this one is, I mean, we hit our first seven threes. Clay, do you ever think you'd see a day like that when Wyoming hits their first seven threes? Yeah, it was nice to see us hit those for a change. Yeah, so now it was our turn and we had it today. So that's two games in a row. No, I mean, I mean, two games in a row where we really shot lights out from three. Uh, they did out-rebound us in this one. It was the same rebounding margin as the Air Force game, which if you would have told me going into the game, I would have took, you know, took hands down. Uh, they out-rebounded us 28 to 33. Uh do you have the offensive numbers on that, Clay, or am I putting you on the spot there? They, uh, they got us on the, on the offensive board to 10 to 4. So yeah. yeah. Not too bad. Uh, considering uh, Nico Carvacho for the CSU center, uh, he's the nation's leading rebounder. Uh, I think he averages like 12.5 a game. Uh, so certainly it's I think he had seven rebounds at half, but it, man, it really didn't feel like he made much of an impact. I, I was surprised to look up and see he had seven rebounds at half. Do you remember noticing that Clay or did you? Well, I didn't, you know, I did, I noticed even the, even the announcers today, well, of course I was in the lot watching it, but even the announcers today mentioned, you know, statistically his game looks pretty good, but he looked off today. And I heard a comment like, Yeah. I mean, he got his numbers. I mean, 15 points, 17 rebounds. And for the most part, though, it just really didn't seem like it was that, you know, impactful. I know that's hard to say. I, 15.17 rebounds, I mean, that looks like a great stat line. But for a majority of the game, it just felt like it didn't matter. I mean, uh, so, yeah, I was real happy with the rebounding in this one. Uh, just to reiterate, like I said already, but yeah, if we can just kind of, you know, keep even or just keep them within, you know, four or five rebounds, I'll be happy at this point. I mean, obviously we need to become a team that, you know, wins the rebounding battle, but I mean, before we've been losing them by like 10 or 12 a game. So, you know, you know, progress is, you know, kind of stumbling easy for me to say, uh, good to see progress anyway. Uh, same with the, with the turnover ratio. Oh, go ahead, Clay. Do you have something? No, I was just saying for sure. But one thing I did want to point out about him was uh, Brother Silver for the state doesn't. And uh, he's kind of left-handed dominant. And so uh, it was his left shoulder that had tape on it. And, oh, yeah. That could have affected him for sure. Like he was going right a lot. I don't know if you noticed that. but I, I did not. No, that's a good, good catch. 
let's see. So, yeah, one thing about the rebounding. So, he did have 17, but their other starters, they only had six combined. So, he was getting his numbers, but we were kind of really limiting everyone else. Uh, so, now let's talk about assisted turnover. We, you know, always like to hit on that. Uh, so, this is kind of more the trend we've been seeing. I mean, 12 assists, 13 turnovers, you know, a little, you know, a little higher on the assist totals than we were, you know, seeing about three games ago where we were only seeing about in the single digits, eight, nine assists, and a little lower than the 17, 18, 19 turnovers we had been seeing. Uh, so that makes, a you know, a world of difference. If you can add a few assists here and take a few turnovers away, I mean, that, that makes a big difference. Yeah, right around 10, I would be happy with. Uh, but I think, I, I, I mean, we were kind of seeing a trend in the positive direction offensively before Hendricks came back. But I think Hendricks really makes a difference in this game. He didn't have a great game today, but I really think, you know, the other team's got to focus on him. They know they can't, you know, they got to guard him at all times around, around the three-point line. I really think it opens up this offense. Plus, when – when we got off that big run early, we were kind of playing at a little more, a little faster tempo, you know, a tempo that this team seems to be more comfortable playing at as opposed to that slow it down style. Although we were doing that in the second half. Uh, he had two threes right in a row. He, so he had two of those initial seven threes. So he had his first two threes. Yeah, another legitimate threat for sure. Uh, so off, uh, just so our assisted turnover is twelve to thirteen. Uh, CSU was ten assists to eleven, so right at about there. Uh, so just as kind of we've been saying, another you know well, great offensive performance for Wyoming. Uh, we shot forty-seven point nine percent from the floor, uh, which is very good for us. Uh, we had another outstanding three-point shooting game. That's two in a row. Uh, where we've been just lights out, uh, 13 of 24, uh, which is 54.2%. And we were 83.3% from the free throw line, 15 to 18. Those are some pretty good numbers.
Oh yeah, he was an absolute monster. Uh, so I think what so just th three games in a row, just to kind of get that trend. We scored sixty-two against Fresno. Uh, we scored seventy-six against Air Force, and now uh, seventy-four today against CSU. So I mean, we're seeing some positive trends, at least offensively, uh, for sure. Uh, I've lost my spot here, Clay. You're you're confusing me here. Uh, so yeah, James was a monster today. Uh, seems like he always gets up for CSU. Uh, usually kind of plays his best when we're playing against those Rammies. Uh, 10 of 14 from the field. I mean, come on. Uh, we've kind of harped on him, but I mean, that if, I mean, 10 of 14, you can't expect that every night, but, uh, that was just insane. Uh, 36 points, seven to six, six rebounds, only three turnovers. Uh, he did also have two steals and a block. Uh, my brother said before the game that he should no longer shoot threes. James must have heard him because he went five of six from three and shut him up. Uh, 11 of 12 from the free throw line. Uh, and he also passed uh, Reggie Slater and Josh Adams today, and he became the fifth all-time leading scorer at Wyoming. So, he's, I mean, if we get this James going for it, we might have a chance to do some damage. A lot of that was at the end, though, to be fair. Just... What's that? So a lot of those free throw attempts were there kind of at the end when they were fouling on purpose, but well, yeah, point taken. It still, it, it still finishes the game, and it has an impact in its own way. But just um, the three-point line today was a huge thing for him. And, and there was big shots. He had two there in a row where, you know, CSU kind of made a little a slight little run to kind of cut it like a third down about 19 points and I think they had kind of made a run to get her down in the lower teens and then he hit a couple back to back or at least you know two out of three yeah and, and then next thing you know we were we were kind of stamped him out for a little bit so he had some big shots um, in the game today that just helped you know kind of snuff those runs out so I'll Unlike you, I'm a true diehard, and I was at the game today. Uh, you stayed home. Um, so let me ask you this. On that one three that they initially called a two on replays, was it pretty clear it was a three? From where we were sitting, it looked like it was obviously a three. But give me the breakdown on that one. Okay. Uh, good analysis there. I want Clay. I wanted. I mean, I wanted a, you know, one of your patented Clay Cates stories where you saw every angle. This guy was doing that. This guy was over here. James' foot was two and a half inches this way, but you didn't give that to me. 
Yeah, but no, he. To your, your point though, he did. He, he had some big shots. He had that mid-range. I mean, his jump shot was just silky smooth today. I mean, he was hitting the outside shot. He was hitting the mid-range shot. He was able to get all the way to the basket. He was making, you know, layups. He was hitting his free throws. I mean, you can't ask for anything better. And give credit where credit is due. We've been hard on him, but he was fantastic in this game. Uh, and looked like, and like Alan Edwards said in the post game, he looked like a true a true NBA player out there today for sure. Um, so Young was our uh, second leading scorer. He had 13 points, uh, three rebounds. He only had two turnovers, which isn't too bad for him. He's, you know, a bit of a turnover prone guy. Uh, he was 5'11 from the field. He ended up going three of six from three, uh, three point land. Uh, it was good to see him have uh, another good game. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, so at one point, I think there was, uh, I think it was right around the 11-minute mark, you know, we had kind of had a pretty safe lead, you know, most of the first half and into the second half, uh, but with about 11 minutes to go, uh, CSU had brought it within 68 to 61, and then I think, you know, Thompson hit a couple threes in that stretch, James hit a shot, uh, I think, like you said, Young hit, did hit a shot in there. And really kind of pulled away, and we were, had a pretty comfortable lead the rest of the way out. Uh, so, yeah, I thought Young was, you know, 13 points. You know, he was efficient, 5 of 11, you know, close to 50%. He was 50% from three. Uh, and then Thompson was had a rebound game. I know he only had nine points. I think he only had one rebound as well, but he really hit some clutch threes there in the second half. And I was really liking the way the – Kind of the pick and roll was working with James and him there in that stretch. Uh, they would try to double James, and then he could just kick it right back out to Thompson for a three, and that was really uh, really working nice for the folks. Uh, any thoughts on Thompson in this one, or just kind of what I'm what I'm saying there? Yeah, Banks. It was AJ Banks. Okay, Banks fell down and then kind of yeah, that was nice. to him, and then he hit a three, I think, with one second on the shot clock, and then just immediately nailed it. And uh, that, that was, those are the shots that, you know, you we have to kind of do that to make us have momentum. We have to hit big shots when they matter, and I just think all year, like, it seems like in those games we're kind of getting away with it. That that would not have happened. Either the shot clock would have went out, it would have been a turnover, or we just missed. Yeah, that no, not for sure. That would have been a, a turnover in every other game we played this year. We and even in this game, a lot of those fifty-fifty balls, we just. I'm sure every fan feels that way about their team, but man, it doesn't feel like we get those fifty-fifty balls. Uh, and I, just to kind of put a you know, a a pin on this uh so the two threes that he did miss 
He was three of five from the field, all were threes. I think both the shots he did miss were in and out. So he really had his score going today. So uh, and I think, I mean, I don't want to get too big in my britches here, as, as you might say, but it really just felt like, I mean, with you got Thompson, you got Young kind of come along with Hendricks back. And it got, if James is going to hit a few threes a game, you know, if James is just going to be a 35% three-point shooter, I mean, we got some weapons from, from the three-point line. And that always gives you kind of a puncher, kind of like in boxing, they say a puncher's chance. If you got those three-point bombers, that always kind of gives you a chance in the game. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe that's all that was lacking. He needs a Robin to be Batman. That's that's a good analogy. I like that. Or something. Yeah. So I just think you know, it's it, it's really nice to see those guys kind of get out there. And I know Hendricks kind of had stretches today, but he showed against Air Force what he's capable of. And you know, they saw that on film, and they knew they had to think about that, especially when he hit six shots early. And then you know, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no. When, not only was he open, and he had some shots today that that were uh, made shots, but he also created shots. James, is that who you're talking about? Sorry, I kind of missed you there. Is that? Yeah, yeah. He was doing everything and anything and everything today. I, you couldn't ask for more. And like I said, when we're hard on him at times, when we feel necessary, I want to give full credit. Full credit today. He was amazing. Uh, so just to your point on Hendricks, though. So, yeah, he wasn't, you know, 2 of 7 from – I think he was 2 of 8 from the field, 2 of 7 from 3. Uh, so only six points. Granted, he did hit two of those first, you know, big ones to get us out, build kind of a nice lead. Uh, but he added six rebounds. I mean, that's what you got to do. You got to find – we've been talking about this all season. You got Sometimes when you're not scoring, you got to find other ways to help the team. And I thought he really did that. Yeah, he did. And, you know, he was kind of functional. A lot of times you look at the points that he scored, maybe those bad moments today, and those were classic moments that you don't see every night. But sure. he really was all day rebounding and putting it up. And it's like, we, we need those big time. Yeah. Yeah, and just to go, just to your point there, I felt the same way with uh, Naughton. You know, he only had seven points, uh, but, but he also added five rebounds, which you know might not look like a lot, but he hasn't been rebounding, you know, much this season. So, you know, seven points, five rebounds. I think he was like, you know, and he was efficient. He was like two or three from the field or something along those lines in 21 minutes. I mean, especially if you get that big performance from James, you just need. And, uh, you know, 13 points from Young, you know, just if you're seven points here, six points there, you know, kind of like you've been saying all season. 
um, one more than a double digit. There's, uh, you know, a couple other guys combined for double digits on points. So, you know, all but two guys have scored today. Um, you know, I would like to see things get going more than you know another 23 minutes or more points. So, for just games like that, you know, you know, Scott, why not? Yeah. Yeah, he hardly played in this one. He kind of had a short leash in this game. No, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, I I kind of read this on the board after the Air Force game, and I I categorically, when I say the board, I know I say that a lot. Some people, you know, I always referencing the Go Wyo Go board uh, that I was on there reading, and after the Air Force game, I mean, and Edwards, I mean, obviously he's on the, you know, the hot seat, and I understand all that, but they were saying that this team, you know, it looks like this team had given up on him. And I just don't see that. I mean, maybe we're, you know, we don't, you know, I certainly don't think he's the greatest X and O's coach. I, and I, there's plenty to be, you know, to, you know, there that I, I'm not happy with, but as far as like hustle and energy and connectiveness, it seems like this team is still playing hard. Feel, feel, would you agree with me on that Clay? Or feel free to disagree. You don't got, you don't always have to agree with me. I could be wrong. Did you see those two chest bumps he gave? Did it show that on TV? Yeah. Everyone's hanging their heads. They're not high-fiving. Somebody reaches out their hand to give them a high-five. They just brush past them. I'm not seeing that on this team. I And... Yeah. And one thing, I mean, I know this isn't the end all be all, but, and I ask you, but I don't know if you understood my question. Sorry, but, and I don't know if it showed it on TV, but there was one point where James hit 
uh, a, a cutting uh, young for a layup, and then CSU called a timeout. And right after that, uh, Justin James and Alan Edwards did like a chest bump that were you know where they run at each other, jump in the air and chest bump. And then right after that, Young and Edwards did it. So that just shows a team that still, you know, they love their coach. They're playing for their coach. I mean, yeah, he's not the greatest X and O's coach. There's a leaves a lot to be desired in that area. But I mean, it is only his third season. There is hope that maybe he gets better in the X's and O's department. Uh, so just kind of some final thoughts on this one. Uh, we've kind of went through it pretty good. Uh, Taylor was one of six on the field. Uh, I thought he missed several easy layups. Uh, he did get the scoring going. He had a nice uh, take the hoop and got us out to a 2 nothing lead, so that was good to see. Uh, one thing I kind of find surprising, and I don't know that I agree with Clay, uh, where do you come down on this? So in the last two games, Banks has played 22 minutes against CSU and then 23 against Air Force. And before that, I think he played like two or three games in a row where he played 40 minutes a game. I still think he might should play more than that. What do you what do you think on Banks? What's your opinion on him? Yeah, he always, he yeah. I can answer that question, Clay. Edwards always has a different idea on rotations than most Wyoming fans do. Uh, yeah, you got a gut feeling or something, or and with Hendricks back, so I. I I know I hadn't mentioned this yet, but yeah, Banks didn't get the start today. They went with uh, the same starters that they had been rolling with, but instead of Banks, they went with Hendricks, uh, which obviously, I mean, give Edwards credit. That that did work out. We got off to a big lead, and it gives another three-point shooter, whereas Banks isn't much of a three-point shooter. Uh, but the one thing I like about Banks is he, you know, about him playing more is he's a very good defender. Uh, he's uber-athletic. Uh I think he had seven rebounds in the CSU game. Not, sorry, not the CSU game, the Air Force game. I, I believe it was seven. Uh, you could check me on that if you still have that game, that box score up. But uh, he's a rebounding guard, you know, that just the athleticism. And the one thing I'd kind of like to see that Edwards, Edwards do that he hasn't been doing, and then we could maybe not play that zone that, you know, is kind of leaky at times. But now that Hendricks is back, I mean – Instead of playing a deeper, I mean, we it is a deeper rotation, but I mean, if Banks still played 30 minutes, you know, Hendricks played 25, 30 minutes, get him back in the, you know, the fold. And if he played Fornstrom, which I know he refuses to do, even though he had that great game against Air Force, you know, we could have a deeper rotation and not feel like we're outgunned. Uh, that's kind of what I'd like to see. Although you can't complain today. I mean, it seemed to work. And one thing I did want to mention about Fornstrom, uh, I still say, and I, I'd agree with Ian on this, 
Uh, we've had Ian on here a couple times, and I know he likes Fornstrom, and he's been posting that on the message board. Uh, so I just wanted to say, so Fornstrom has played 28 minutes this season, okay? He has, in those 28 minutes, he scored 14 points. He has four rebounds, an assist, and a steal, and he's three of four from three-pointer. I mean, maybe it's just luck, and he's seen a different player in practice, but I still think there might be something there where I'm not saying he's going to be a key guy i just think he could be a glue guy where he could play 10 12 minutes a game give some of these guys a breather and we could play more aggressive you know the whole game Yeah. Yeah, and we really could have won by 15 today anyway. They just hit a couple threes there at the end. But I really just think he could play just to give a guy you know, a little bit of a breather, a little bit of a blow where we wouldn't have to play the zone all the time. I mean, the zone was better today, but I still think – I mean, it was just kind of a – CSU wasn't really hitting their shot, their threes in the first half. I, You know, I, maybe they weren't wide-open shots, but I thought they were decent looks. They just weren't, weren't really hitting them. Uh do you like this zone or do you think do you think we should play more man now that Hendricks is back and but now he's not playing Porter any, you know? I Yeah, especially after a timeout or something. I don't understand why we just play the same defense the whole and I'm sure there are nuances that we're not seeing, you know, we're not in the huddle, but I would like to see him switch up a little bit, like you say. Yeah, we got a we got a legit bench now. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I'm liking what I'm, I'll say this with a big grain of salt. I kind of like what we're seeing here the last couple games and kind of the way things are trending, but I mean, but we got, we got, we got our, uh, 
work cut out for us this next week. Before I give a little brief look ahead here, Clay, do you have anything else on the CSU game, or are you good on that? Yeah, I, I echo those sentiments. And, I mean, this is three games, baby steps, baby steps here. Well, that's three games in a row where we've been competitive and we got, we know, we notched one in the win column. So, but things get a little tougher. Now, if we can be competitive in these next two games, I'll really like where we're, we're trending, trending here. Uh, so, on Wednesday, February 13th, we're at Utah State. Uh, they're currently in second place. And... We never really play that great in, in Logan, Utah, either. Uh, and then next Saturday, a week from today, well, I don't know when you're listening to this podcast, but a week from when we're doing the podcast, next Saturday, we play the sixth-ranked team in the nation, Nevada, at home at 8 p.m. So that ought to be interesting. And Nevada's on an absolute tear recently. So if we can if we can be competitive in these two games, we, we might have something cooking here, Clay. Yeah, just to, sorry to interrupt you, but uh, Nevada won that game today against New Mexico, 91 to 62. Let me interrupt you here. So you want to get a lot of fans there at that game? Uh, so can we put that in writing then for next week that you're going to come with me to the game? So we just go ahead and lock that in now. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, as you were kind of saying about Nevada there, I know before the season started, they asked, I think it was the Martin twins, 
what the toughest place to play in the conference was. And right away, without thinking, I mean, without a second passing, they both just said Laramie. So they don't necessarily like playing here, but they have won, I think it's six games in a row where they've won at least by 15 or more in conference. So we got our, our work cut out for us here in these next two games. So anything else, Clay? Or are we ready to put a bow on this one? Okay, and uh, with that, we'll uh, see you sometime next week. And I just wanted to say one more time, I say it sucks to be a CSU Ram. I say it sucks to be a CSU Ram. And everybody have a good night. There you have it. Another Random Thoughts on Wyoming Basketball. Hosted by Mark Oberman and Clay Cates. Random Thoughts on Wyoming Basketball is a production of Jackalope Ridge Media, LLC, All Rights Reserved.